Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, the last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krizoska. I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to everybody. I'm excited. Awesome. Hi. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. I am super excited to have my guests on today. Um, I don't know what I can say about this lady. She is a New York Times bestseller. She is an activist, an educator. Um, she does it She does it all. Um, I love absolutely everything that she produces into the world. And I'm just super grateful to be able to spend time with her today. Um, can you introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Renee Watson and I'm so glad to be here today. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. Um, and Renee, we talked about it a little bit um, just coming on. And I hate to ask, ask the question, but I do think it is appropriate. Um, how are things going, I guess, in regards to your feelings, your health, mentally, physically, and emotionally right now? I'm doing okay. I, I am definitely hopeful. Um, I watched the inauguration yesterday and I'm feeling, um, feeling good about about the turn of things and you know good with the wisdom of knowing that there's a lot of work that we still need to do so i'm not i'm definitely not like yay we've solved everything <laughs> but i i feel um that some of the burden has been lifted and i'm encouraged by um what's to come yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In but words, i'm also you're... tired i mean i this the, the last four years has been a lot. And, and the last year, you know, 2020 was very intense for obvious reasons. So mm -hmm. I think that I am emotionally drained um, because there's just been so much loss um, and, and so much happening. So mm -hmm. I'm constantly trying to stay connected to mm -hmm. friends and family so that I can, you know, feel the well. Because I feel quite empty, actually, these days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in other words, you're a realist, right? You're, yes. You, <laughs> you, and I think that I think that's I think that's every bit of true and the right way to, to look at things, because, yeah, of course, with all of the hope and the moments there comes, there's going to be moments where it's going to be hard and messy and mistakes are going to be made, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and, and as a world, we need to be ready for that. So I totally connect with you um, when you share that. Renee, can you share with us a little bit about just like your upbringing and your background? Sure. Uh, so I, I was born in Patterson, New Jersey, and I grew up in Portland, Oregon. When I was um, three years old, my parents divorced. So my mother moved to Oregon um, because her family by then had migrated there from the South. So I grew up in Portland. I'm the youngest of five. And I always say I grew up in a very nurturing neighborhood um, where there was so much love. There, I lived in the black community within Portland and within that community, I mean, everybody knows each other. There's not that many of us. Um, and I just feel like I was raised by the community, by the women who were sitting on their porches looking out for me. Um, yeah, so I, I, come, I come from a very close-knit family and a close-knit Black community. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because oftentimes when I do speak to um, either Black Americans or African Americans, they do consider the community raising them, which I, I love 
hearing that. And I'm from, it's funny because I'm from Canada and mm -hmm. Nova Scotia, which is like a very small province, um, but has one of the largest black communities. And I would consider myself also raised by community, um, knowing absolutely everyone in my parents, knowing everyone in the neighborhood, me being mm -hmm. able to go to an aunt's house, an uncle's house, a grandmother's house, a cousin's house, and they being able to speak to me any way they want to feed me anything yes. they want to, et cetera. So I, yes, <laughs> I know. And I didn't always appreciate that. Speak to me any way you want to when I was a kid, but looking back on it, I am grateful. Even the women at church. I mean, it wasn't just like blood family. It was, mm. you know, whoever my mother had a relationship with, they have permission to be extended family and they took the liberties that came they with did. that. They did, they um, did, I agree. But I appreciate it, I needed it and I appreciate it. Um, but I have people looking out for me, you know, who just mm -hmm. wouldn't let me um, go certain ways because they, mm -hmm. I don't know, they knew that they, they had dreams for me even when I didn't have dreams for myself because I was just too young to even, you know, think of tomorrow mm -hmm. and the day after. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful yeah. now as an adult. Yeah, same, same, same. Renee, can you tell us a little bit? I always ask this question because I find it so interesting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your schooling growing up, whether elementary, middle school or high school? What did that look like for you? So elementary school, I went to a pretty diverse school um, and I, I loved elementary school. I, I, that's where I really started writing at a very young age. Um, and took, took to poetry and reciting it in, in the classroom or at assemblies. Middle school was rough because I was bused over to a, the white side of town. And mm -hmm. there were a handful, like you could count the black students at that school. And I just think some of the teachers were not ready for um, desegregation, <laughs> integration. So, so they didn't want to teach us or, and, or didn't know how. Um, so middle school was very rough when it, like I, I have very painful memories about middle school with teachers who um, would either shame me because I was smarter than they thought I would be, or they would pigeonhole me into a stereotype. Um, so thankfully for high school, I was transferred back over to my neighborhood and I went to a school where all my siblings had been and man, I tell you, <laughs> I just, I loved that high Jefferson High School. I am like, I I love that school. I loved my teachers. It felt like being back home, and and that is where like in elementary school I was kind of introduced to poetry, and high school was where I was like, oh, I'm a writer, and I really started to identify as a writer and wrote for the school newspaper and wrote stories and poems and really had teachers who nurtured that gift in me and who just were good people and um, made learning fun and interesting and really brought the world into the classroom. Mm -hmm. And it's funny yeah. because listening to your story, I hear so much of the books that you write as well and how much you love to talk about um, bringing up and understanding the black and brown girl. Cause it's funny, the actual um, panel that we, that I saw you on in NCTE, that's what you guys talked about a lot of just like how to raise black and brown girls um, in the school system and what that looks like. Um, and I hear a lot of that in your story and I understand exactly why a lot of your books are that like understanding and being able to listen to those stories and helping little black and brown girls like really 
like grow up to love what they want to do and um, um, be what they want to be in a world like today, which is can be very hard for them. Very, very hard for them. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm grateful that I have both. So I had teachers who who didn't see me and who didn't validate me um, and, and who kind of like they they put out the flame <laughs> or tried to anyway. And then I, I had teachers who really saw me and that is, I just hope to be that for young people because I know the power of being seen and the importance of that. And I mean, being seen, like when they ask you how your day is, they're really gonna listen to what your answer is. Mm -hmm. um, being seen in the curriculum where it's you know, a diverse curriculum, like we were reading diversely, we were having discussions about what's happening in the world um, and, and in our neighborhoods too. And so I just, I had really good teachers who were making education relevant. And mm -hmm. I so appreciated that. Even then I knew that that was something special. Um, but the older I get and the more I'm around educators and in schools, the more I really appreciate the kind of high school teachers I had. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love hearing the part where you said you're introduced to poetry in elementary. I think like for you to remember that, like that is whoever that teacher was or whatever that foundation was like shout outs to them because yeah. you don't remember a ton about elementary besides the good parts and the really, really bad parts. And for you to pull out, for you to pull out poetry, like that is phenomenal. So shout outs to that teacher, or that foundation that was able to help you really like bring that to life. Can you tell us a little bit about, I think, family in a sense of like, what brings joy to you and your family? Oh my goodness, we are a silly bunch. So we, we have joy just um, hanging out with each other. Somebody's gonna start singing and making a song. We're a very <laughs> musical family. Um, some actually have talent and others, you know, not the greatest, but together it's all right. It all comes do you, together. Do you want to say, do you want to um, say names? Do you want to say names? No, I'm not going to put us out there like that. I'm the youngest, so I got to be careful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we like to have fun and simple fun. I, even as, as children, we would put on concerts for my mom. Like we would do Jackson 5 concerts or... Uh, new edition concerts and sing along to the tapes. That's how tapes and records, um, CDs at some point. And now as adults, uh, we're kind of a little bit scattered. Most are still in Oregon, but my I'm in New York, my brother's in Texas. When we all get together, it's just a lot of reminiscing, maybe some card games, board games, uh, and just lots of loving on each other. We're really close. And mm -hmm. so we, we pick on each other a little bit, but most of the time it's a lot of love. That's we good. Do, I, we do go get down with taboo. <laughs> <laughs> and I, whoever is on my team is the team that's going to win. I'm going to just put that out there. Um, don't come for me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, you know, it's a word game. So I'm good with words as a writer. So I can it's almost, begin. that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm really good at taboo at Scrabble and that's probably it. Like I'm really not competitive and I'm not that great at most games, but I can, I can do that pretty see, well. See, I just wouldn't play with you. Like I just. Why? You want to play with me. You want to be on would, my team. You know, if I'm on your team, that would be fine. But if yes. you're on the opposite side, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> 
I think that's so fun. And what about like, um, I'm thinking about you being the youngest. What did being the youngest look like growing up? So it's interesting. There's quite an age difference in my family. Um, my brother and I are 15 years apart. And so by the time I got old enough to um, really have like a, um, I don't know, like the things that siblings fight over, <laughs> the, watching the TV or, you know, those kinds of things, he was already out of the house. And so my brother, he, he went to the Marines. And so he would come back to visit. He would write me letters while he was gone. So I have a deep relationship with him that is more like father, daughter. I have a respect for him and a reverence for him, him coming home was so special to me. It was like, my brother is coming. And I, not that my sisters didn't care, were not excited, <laughs> but they, you know, they have memories of, of fighting with him and him being the jerk that was being mean and pulling their hair. So I think we all have a different relationship with each other, um, but each of them has, are, are very special to me. Um, having three older sisters, so he's the only boy, he's the oldest, and then all, all girls after that. Um, and my three sisters were, hard acts to follow. I went, mm. you know, I talked about going to the same high school as they went to. And in most ways, I was very proud of that. And it was great because teachers already kind of knew me and, you know, because I was their shadow when they were there. But it also had, a, I had a lot of pressure because they were all very smart, very good in school, <laughs> um, very mm. active and extracurricular mm -hmm. activities. And so it took me a while to figure out who was who Renee outside of who is Renee Watson, you know, mm -hmm. and like being mm -hmm. a Watson girl, um, I felt a lot of pressure mm -hmm. being the youngest. Um, yeah, but in some ways, I'm grateful that I had such great examples and role models to look up to. Of course, of course. Um, Renee, just a few more questions. I think, number one, um, do you like to cook? What's your favorite thing to cook? Um, and number two, um, Favorite movie or most like recent movie that you've watched? Okay, so yes, I love to cook. Um, I I am Jamaican. I'm a, of Jamaican descent. My father was Jamaican, and so I think the fav my favorite things to cook would be Jamaican food, um, curry goat, rice and peas, uh, jerk chicken, stuff like that. Um, what was your other question? So favorite Sorry. movie or favorite movie. most recent movie that you've watched? I, oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to remember the name, but maybe you'll know this. There's a series on Amazon Prime right now. It's like five movies by um, Steve McQueen. And, and the second one, I think it is, blew me away. It's, um, mm. it's a house party, basically. <clears throat> it's just this, this movie that has a lot of silence or not even silence but meaning not talking but just dancing and music and I don't mm -hmm. we don't get to see that enough in film where there's like an extended amount of time where you know the characters aren't speaking to each other they really were just mm -hmm. dancing and getting down and at this house party that was such it just brought back so many memories um and felt powerful and artistic and different and I was really excited about watching it made me want to go write something. And wow. I, so when you watch, I just feel like watching a movie that makes you want to go write is, is pretty powerful. Um, favorite movie. I, I love, um, old school loving basketball. Um, <laughs> that's my era of, of really like 
having time to watch movies and being into them. So I definitely always say that one as a favorite. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's one of my favorites too. You, how can you not like that movie? How can movie? you not? How can you not love it? <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Renee, thank you so much for being with me today. I think lastly, um, what's been like, what do you have out right now? Where can we find it? Um, and where can we find you online? <clears throat> so online, I am on Twitter and I'm also on Instagram. And I am on Instagram, I am Harlem Portland. And on Twitter, I'm <clears throat> Renee W. Author. Um, I have a new book that's coming out very soon, February 2nd, a young adult novel called Love is a Revolution. I'm super excited about that. So that will be the most recent book. But I have four books coming out this year so wow. stay tuned and, and stay connected because there will be lots of things coming from you this year. can you tell us a little snippet of like what those four books may look like sure i can tell you so um love is a revolution ya teen rom-com all an all black cast um and ways to grow love is the second book of the ryan hart series so oh. ways to make sunshine mm -hmm came out last spring and, and this spring Ways to Grow Love will be out. And then I'm a part of the um, She Persisterhood, which is a series of books about phenomenal women. And this is all under the leadership of Chelsea Clinton um, and her wow. picture book. It's based off of her picture book. And we have come together, 13 of us have come together to extend those stories into early chapter books for, for young readers. And so I, uh, their biographies on amazing women and mine is Oprah. So I have a book wow. biography about little Oprah and how she became who she is now that will be out in December. And the wow. other one is kind of still on the wraps, but soon I'll be, I'll be announcing it and sharing more about that um, through social media. Wow. I'm super excited. I'm always excited about what you, what you have to share with the world. So Thank you for sharing thank that. Thank you. Um, Renee, thank you so much for hanging out today. Um.